and welcome in to another episode of Facts Not Feelings with your host, Brooke Furnest. Each week, I sit down with experts in their respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from feelings. We dive into my guests' secrets to success and how they got to where they are today. All right, let's jump in. Hello, 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 everyone. Hope your Monday is going fabulous and you had a good weekend and everything is going well. It's, it's, we're, man, we're, we're like halfway through the month and I'm still trying to figure out how that's happening right now. It's still kind of crazy that we are into August and like four months away from Christmas. Like that's trying to get my head around that one is a little much right now. Can't quite do that on that one, but it is what it is. So it's all good. It's all good. I am curious out there, how many of you, after speaking with Kaylee, went home and not only did you have wrecking ball stuck in your head, but maybe went and downloaded it and then went and downloaded Party in the USA. Anytime I hear that personally, my younger brother, I have instant flashbacks of us and singing at the top of our lungs. I'm not a huge Miley Cyrus fan. Nothing against her, just not really my genre. But with that song, we would sing it like the top of our lungs in the middle of summer. So every time I hear that, I immediately think of that. So anyways, such a good conversation with her, with that, and just much, much needed topics of talking with her. And not just fixed ops, but especially parts. So my question with all of you is, what are you all doing to better support your parts department? Are you working on communication, maybe you're doing some, Hey, we're doing a lot of that, but what are you doing to better support? What are you doing more? What are you doing? Are you making sure that, Hey, you know, maybe you were using in her terms, the 1800 tech, maybe you're doing 1800 tools to, and, and wanting to say, Hey, still do your job. Well, it's really difficult to say, well, here's your 1800, 1800 tools and tech, but try to keep up with your 2022 or 2023 and beyond. So once again, what are you doing to support the parts department? What are you doing to support the fixed ops department? All these little things add up. So I loved how she t- talked on that. And she's, like I said, if you don't know, haven't had a chance to speak with her, as always, her information's in the notes, reach out to her. The parts edge is a great, great tool. And yet another business partner uh, with which to partner and can do so much good for your parts department and your store and all around just everything to make it to the next step and make it to your goal. So Kaylee, thank you so much for being on the show. I so, so appreciate everything that you brought to the table and what you, what you all are doing is just is, is awesome. So thank you so much for that. And one of the things we talked on and, and touched on, not just us, but I hear cross training all the time. Like it's, I feel like it's coming, becoming the new, almost like a new buzzword, if you will. It's just like, you're hearing it all the time. And so I, I started thinking like, okay, what is cross training? Like you hear it all the time. And like, oh, you should be cross training. That's like, what the hell is it? <laughs> People talk about it all the time, but like, what is it? So the kind of actionable items here. So I go back to, it was about, t- about 12 years ago. I'm working for a CRM company as a consultant. Nowadays, you'd call it like a customer success representative or professional or insert whatever. There's all these different terminologies for it. But at the time it was called, we were called consultants. It was like strategic service consultant or something like that. Something like that. Anyways, I remember on the onboarding stages of it, we were on site at the facilities and we just thought we were just going through the normal. At no point did they say this anywhere that we're going to do this. And they took us on site and they said, all right, we're going to dump you in the queue of the customer support and you all have to answer 
for a couple hours, you have to phone, uh, take phone calls. And to this day, I'm still, anytime I hear that ring tone of the customer support phones, I literally, like my heart starts racing. I get like heart palpitations. I freak out. Like it was so in a good way, traumatizing, but I'll get to the other part of it. I still freak out when I hear that phone, those phone calls, but let's go back here. So they dump us in the queue and it was, it was scary as hell. Like, because we had no training, we really didn't know a whole lot. We knew the basis of the, of the tool and like, Hey, if it gets to, if you can answer one, two and three, just kick it over to someone. And I saw my other colleagues and we're supposed to be logged in and they like pretend to log in. And they're like, yeah, we're, I'm like, bullshit. You're not talking to anybody. <laughs> like, I'm here sweating bullets. And you're over there like having a latte pretending to be logged in. But I full up, we took the phone calls and it was such a great experience because not only did I automatically like it, I already had a good respect to the customer su- support line, whatever. But I automatically was like, your job is so difficult. And you just get yelled at nonstop. Like people are pissed off at you. Like they're not calling to say, you're doing a great job support. You're doing a great job. Good job. We want to just thank you for how, how awesome you're doing. No, they're not calling to tell you how awesome you are. They're calling because they're pissed off. They're unhappy. Something's not working. So you automatically get a brand new Brand new, newfound respect for customer support. So that's number one. Number two, you respect what they do. For, for them to stay cool and calm under pressure and to know their shit, man, they knew what they were doing. They could well, go here to get their stuff done. Like they knew, they knew what was going on. And then thirdly, you instantly have that friendship because then the supports knows, wait a second, this hotshot consultant is actually doing what she's, what she's supposed to be doing. She's not pretending to be logged in. She's taking calls. She's sitting it over the head of support. You know, Hey, Brooke's actually taking calls or, you know, Billy Bob over here, or John Smith or whomever else is doing this. And I happened to be, when I came into the company, I think there was a consultant. Wise, I think I was like one. I don't know if there was another girl, a female on the um, staff. I think I may have been the only one, maybe at one other. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I don't know what I had for breakfast, but there weren't a lot of the females on the consulting team. So just once again, it speaks volumes. And then I fast forward that a little bit more instant commodity. So support knew they could count on me. I could count on them and moving forward. Anytime that my dealerships had an issue, I could, if, if something wasn't getting done or I needed help or assistance along the way, I could call them directly and they knew, Hey Brooke, we're having an issue with, or something, a hiccup, with one of your stores, can you help out a little bit? No problem. So there is an instant, hey, we can team, 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 team with that communication back and forth. So taking this in the dealership, same thing. Hey, I'm not saying, and I think I said before, not, not that you know, you're going to take someone from finance and be like, hey, go fix an engine. No, they're not going to go fix an engine. Cross train them. Let them, let them shadow someone for an hour. Understand what's going on there. Thank you, Jeff. Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that let them know what's going on. Let them see, hey, this is what a BDC goes like. I don't think very many people understand what the BDC team goes through on a daily basis, that they've got to know X, Y, and Z. So let a, let a service, let someone service understand what it's like for the BDC to take calls every single day. Yeah, yeah, Greg. Yeah, it's exactly, you know, exactly what I'm, Greg knows. I, it was actually dealer socket. Greg knows exactly what I'm talking about here is that we had to do this, Greg. And I, I, Greg, I don't know if you had to do this as well on the sales side, if you had to go and work with the support team, but I have such respect for the fact that in back in 2010, this is what they were doing is that we had to go through and do this. And it was 
so, 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 so big that we, we went through and did this. So going back to this is that whether it's service, whether it's sales, whether it's finance, have each you know, parts, take a moment and cross train them. Anytime I go in and train in stores, or when I used to go back and train in stores, I say, hey, I want all departments. This isn't just, shouldn't just be one department. Let everybody know what's going on. And yeah, so Greg is saying as well as we shadow consultants for inst- in- installs. And I saw this as well. The same support, going back to support, when I was in the support team and I would shadow them, we actually had one of our support, the support manager came out on an install with us. And Greg was like the top, Greg was top sales and everything. And he actually came out, he, he went on, on, on installs. So I can tell you that the support came out with us as well. So having, having those cross training is, is invaluable. I cannot stress enough is to cross train your employees. It's so, so, so important. So yes. So I'm going to take this a little bit step further and put a bit of a levity on this, on uh, all of this. So if you take this a step further here, there's, there's all different types of shoes, as we all know. And we all know I'm a little bit of a sneakerhead here. So you've got running shoes, you've got basketball shoes, you have golf shoes, you have cross trainers, then you have trunners. And you're probably saying, for what the hell's a trunner? Don't worry, friends, I'm going to get there. You hold on. So when it comes to shoes, and, and, and you've got they've got specific functions. So when you have a running shoe, for instance, and a cross trainer, there's a really, really, really big difference on the, those two, two types of shoes. And you better damn well know the difference in how you use them. So running shoe is made for straight ahead movement. So you don't want to go side to side because what's going to happen if you go side to side movement, you're going to tear out the side of the shoe. And if you're broke, you're going to tear your body parts. So don't want to use a running shoe for side to side movement versus a cross trainer is made for side to side movement. You can take it, you know, if you took a cross trainer onto a, a volleyball court, you'd be, you know, you'd go side to side and be fine. It, unless you're broke, then you'd still find a way to tear something or onto pickleball is really big. So same thing. So things like that. So in 2000, Jordan brand comes out with their, dun, 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 their first trunner. So if you're watching online, I'm now throwing up and pull back here. This is the first Jordan trunner and they've been sitting on my lap and man, they are, they're very pungent in case you're all wondering. So this is the first Jordan trunner in the Neptune, Neptune blue. So I was like, yeah, I remember wearing this for the first time. There you go, everyone. Jordan trunners from 2000. Yes. So that is, those are 22 years old. And I remember getting them like, man, these are so light. They're fantastic. They're awesome. They're so cool. I could run to Neptune in these things and loved them. Now the trunner is supposed to be supposed to be being the keyword there, a mix between the runner, a running shoe and a training shoe supposed to be. And then 2001, the new trunner came out and released and it's the trunner bubble. And I was so excited for it. Got it. Woohoo, excited. And I am in a pickup game of basketball and super stoked. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bust these out because they'll, they'll be okay. And I had this wicked crossover that would have made Allen Iverson jealous. And I like did this reverse layup that I practiced a million times in my driveway and in the gym and nail it. And I was so excited. And I came down and I just hit this massive pop, ankle gone. And I was just, I happened to be in a church at the time when this happened. And all I could think is, Brooke, and anyone that knows me, I have a bit of a sailor's mouth and I just like control your language because if you start swearing, you're going to get struck down by somebody. So I control my language and I obviously get helped off and angles gone, whatever. So going back to this is that if I thought this was a, a cross trainer and if I was, I would have been fine, but it wasn't. And, and obviously that those shoes were never used again because they were cursed and whatever. 
But all of these different shoes have different purposes. The cross trainer is all, it's made for just about everything. It's, you know, like I said, it's just about anything. But when you need those fine, fine tuned skills, you want to bust out the running shoe for specifically running. You want to, if you, and then even get more specific. Okay. If I'm a, if I'm going to do pole vaulting, they're actual pole vaulting shoes. Or if I want to go to soccer, do you want your soccer cleats? I want to, I want to full up basketball. Okay. I'm going to do basketball shoes. So where am I getting to this? I'm sure you guys know where I'm going with this at this point. So we need to, at this point with our employees, cross train them. We have these versatile makes to make them more versatile and adaptable, cross train them to all different areas, whether that's service, whether that's parts, whether that's PDC, finance, sales, every area. And even if it's on the consulting side, same thing, because to this day, that experience 12 years ago has stuck with me. When I hear that phone, that specific phone ringtone, I still get like PTSD. I get, I freak out when I hear that stupid phone because it was, it's so stuck in me. But I know that with my employees, I do the exact same thing that I don't care what department y'all, you all are going to talk to each other. So you're going to cross train, you're going to cross communicate. So be versatile and adaptable. So whether it's the cross trainers, whether it's the whatever, but when those fine motor school skills are needed, that is when you're going to bust out the, those really specific shoes. So in all areas of business, make sure those fine, fine tuned skills are there for expertise. So cross train, cross communicate, never stop talking, never stop learning. Maybe not most importantly, please don't, don't wear running shoes when you're playing basketball because you're going to, you're going to break something. So with that, everyone, we're going to close out before I close out this Friday, I'm going to have on the show, my good friend, Gregory Cooper, Gregory Cooper and I go back really far. (laughs) We've known each other since 2010. So I'm super, super excited. He has an incredible company. And I'm not going to spoil the surprise right now. Just know that there's technology out there that I have said for, I can't tell you how long, man, if someone could just come up with this technology, man, I would, I, oh man, someone needs to come up with this technology. Even last uh, two years ago, I was talking to someone and I go, Hey, so are you saying you can do X, Y, and Z? And he goes, well, no, not, not, not quite that. I go, why, why can't someone come up with this technology? Please. Can someone come up with this technology? So I'm not going to spoil the surprise on what it is. I'm just going to keep teasing this. Because you, you've got to be on the show on Friday. It's Gregory Cooper, and I'm just going to keep dropping his name. You can go Google, go Google him, because you're going to see what he does. But I'm just going to tell you, you've got to tune on on Friday. Friday noon, he's going to be there, and we're going to talk about this incredible, incredible technology that he his company has that's just going to make your life a hell of a lot easier, going to make everybody at your dealership be like, thank you. Thank you for for purchasing this technology. So with that, everyone, thank you for everything. appreciate you. I know you all have a choice to to tune in wherever you want to tune in. I super appreciate it. And as, and as you know, I'm always going to sign off this way is find something, find something to serve today, find a way to serve your fellow human being, find a way to help your neighbor, whatever it is. I just find, find a way to, to help someone and, with that, everyone, thank you, and we will see everyone on Friday with Gregory Cooper. All right, everyone, have a good night. Bye. You've been listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, 
Find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together. Oh, 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 oh